dumb. Stupid. Crazy. Dangerous. Stinks. In one word, would I use dope? Nope. These kids are right. Drugs will hurt your mind, your body, and your life. Hi, I'm Brandon Tartikoff, chairman of NBC Entertainment. And I've got a hit idea for the new fall season. Don't do drugs. There's no hope with dope. That's a really bad idea for the next season. Don't do drugs. The whole season? For the fall season. It would be way better if it was do Do drugs. drugs. That would be way more interesting for a TV show. Um, Anyway, welcome to You Talking YouTube to me. Today is a very special episode where we're going to pause the laughs. Actually, no, we're not. We're going to keep the canned laugh, but we're going to talk about things that tear people's lives apart. Drugs. Just kidding. Um, we're going to talk about when TV shows tried to do that. Um, so that was Brandon Tartikoff, head of NBC during the 80s and 90s. Um, Brandon who... Tartar Sauce, as I affectionately <laughs> refer to him as. Yeah. Because um, he's kind of a fishy figure. He really is, if you look up a picture of him. Um, but he and... You know, Nancy Reagan and all those war on drugs people tried to uh, make the cast of Saved by the Bell preach about not smoking weed. When in reality, uh, Dustin Diamond, who played Screech, was regularly harassing women on the set. Um, They were doing drugs. Uh, Mario Lopez also had some rape allegations on the set. So, you know what? They're really not the type of people that I want preaching to me. Um, but anyway, we're going to talk about those deep episodes of sitcoms where they really start to tackle the tough issues. And at a certain point, it got to who could tackle the toughest issue. And it went from like Tom Hanks's minor role in a couple Family Ties episodes where he's an alcoholic to in the late nineties, having Sean from Boy Meets World join a cult. I haven't they seen really, that. I don't really know anything about the cult one, but I I know a lot about Family Ties and some other ones. The Bicycle Man and uh, Different Strokes. Yep. Um, there's a lot of them that dealt with taboo topics. Family Ties did a lot of them. Like, even within the first season, they had, like, a rapist uncle, a drunk uncle, a teen pregnancy. A lot happened. But it never happens to any of the main characters, because if you are a middle-class white family, that shit only happens to your friends and neighbors. <laughs> And then they disappear after that lesson has been learned. Um, but how did this go from like being taken seriously to just being so Bad. fake? I mean, I think I don't think anyone did him as a joke, really. No, but like when kids would watch that in like the eighties and stuff, like those were. I mean, I guess because they didn't have internet and things were still relatively like taboo, but. When sitcoms started, like, pushing it, like, there was, um, that episode of Family, no, what is it? Full House, where DJ gets an eating disorder, but, like, for one episode. Wait, what show? On Full House. I haven't even seen that one. Um. I haven't seen most of these, but I can talk extensively about Uncle Ned and Family Ties, and probably the most recent example of, a special, very special episodes like this to raise awareness for something, like, Hang on. Lee was like the last show to kind of do it. I'm gonna type in very special episodes and like I'll we'll see like what what are some of the popular. Tracks. Was there ever like a Drake and Josh oh, one or very special episode and what comes up in images is uh, Uncle Ned holding the bottle of uh, 
vanilla because he drank a bottle of vanilla extract to prove that he really needed that alcohol in his system. Uh, Twelve very, very special episodes. I really want to get Dad on the podcast because we asked him for his input um, about it, and he said, Very dark, very disturbing, The Bicycle Man. Different strokes. This episode was considered disturbing enough for Conrad Bryant to present a parental warning at the beginning. So this one started off not just with a theme song, but like, warning, this is really graphic. Um, it wasn't, but it, it was still fucked up because it was about pedophile. Um, I mean, it's pretty horrifying. There was an episode of All in the Family where like, Edith, the wife, was at home alone and some guy just like showed up and tried to like, molest her or something. Which, that's fucked up, but it also, not that it doesn't happen, but it's m- way more likely to happen by someone you know. Not that, like, you come home and there's a guy in your house. That seems a little bit out there for a sitcom. Yeah. I mean, it's just so weird that, like, they're addressed once and then the next episode is, like, back to just sitcom. Yeah. Uh, number three, give Uncle Arthur a kiss. So, in this one, Uncle Arthur... Is this um, family ties? Yeah, a creepy uncle kisses um, his his niece, um, and really the only thing that happens is the dad says like, "That's not you cool. better you better shape up, pal," and everyone claps, and then he leaves to never be seen again. Like that man the should authorities be in should yeah he should be in prison and she should be in some like extensive therapy. But they also talk about on this episode how like that happens to all women or most women. Yeah, like she told her mom and she was like, "Oh yeah, the same thing happened to me with a friend's dad." Yikes. Um, this one's pretty funny. Punky Brewster, someone gets stuck in a refrigerator. But was this like a, was that a was thing. an actual problem, yeah. Yes. Um, so it says, by U.S. law, all refrigerators sold after October 30th, 1958 have been required to be openable from the inside to prevent such tragedies. Uh, but there were obviously still people who had old refrigerators mm-hmm. up until the mid-80s. Or people were found suffocated inside those Old, built-to-last models until the mid-80s. So there might still be some, but no one's stuck in them. At least, like, when they open up the freezer, their bodies will be in perfect shape. Cryogenically They frozen. might be, um, a little bit freezer burnt. Is that a thing? Yeah. Never right? Frostbite? Me. Well, yeah. But that's not a burn. It's just freezer... Yeah, it is. Eh. It's like freezer burn, but, like, not on chicken. I'll believe it when it happens to me. Another Family Ties one, uh, the uncle one. Oh, okay, this is the best one. Um, so on an episode Saved by the Bell, one of the girls gets addicted to caffeine pills, and this is her, like, freak Like out. speed? No, literally caffeine pills. Is that a thing? Like coffee. No, but apparently the the producers wanted it to be, like, cocaine, but, like, yeah. they couldn't. It was supposed to be kind of a metaphor, but it's pretty ridiculous. Watch. Pills! You mean you really are taking drugs? I need them! Jesse, give me those! I need them, Zach! I have to sing! Jesse! You can't sing tonight! Yes, I can! I'm so excited! I'm so excited! I'm so scared! Jesse, Jesse. I feel like there was supposed to be a laugh track there. <laughs> One episode, folks. <laughs> and then she's all better. And also, like, it's caffeine pills. I thought the does that show have a laugh track? Why wasn't it going off? Because it was it was supposed to be like actually like yeah, scary and like oh my god, I'll like, never do wow, caffeine she is so pills. Fucked up. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck? 
But it's just crazy how we went from, like... There was an episode of Family Ties that... It was, like, in one of the later seasons. It got Michael J. Fox, like, two Emmys and, like, the writers an Emmy or something. And if you watch it now, this Emmy Award-winning performance um, is just... It's kind of laughable when you think about, like... Was that that? No, I'll show you the... What is it? Um, Family Ties. Why Am I Alive? Which is what you really want in a sitcom. Oh, that shit. That won an Emmy? Yeah, no, that got him, like, lots of awards. And so we'll just, like, watch a, a clip of this. And then we'll watch, like, a scene, like, one of the nominated scenes from, like, Breaking Bad or something. And just see how... No one's stopping you, Alex. How fucking different it is. You just in here talking to yourself? Like, that's not funny. No, I wasn't talking to myself. I was talking to Greg. His best friend who oh, we never better. saw. What do you mean he never saw? Like, he was never in the series. Oh, we I never saw. I was supposed to be in that car with him now. Yeah, but you weren't. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. Also, I wasn't no one would wide. do that. But you weren't. Because I was lazy. Because I was small. Because I couldn't be bothered. Yeah, you're a real piece of shit, dude. My life was saved out of smallness. Out of lack of generosity. It's funny because he's bread. short. I just don't get it, man. Why am I still alive? You still alive to aggravate me. No. Oh my god. Is this not plugged in? I'm just joking, Alex. No, I shouldn't no, it have been was. It was. I should have been sitting right next to him. I don't want answers, okay? Because I can't go on like this. Why am I alive? Why am I alive? Why am I alive? All right, so that wasn't that was that bad. Good. That was really bad, actually. And then um, we'll just see this. And then here's walking the call space. Where's the rest? That's Walter White. The money, Skyler. Where is the rest? Skyler, where is my? <laughs> I gave it to Ted. What? You did what? Well, I'm, I had to. For us, for the family. I swear. Walt. You gave our money to Pennick. Walt, please, please just hear me out. Please. But, like, the reason why this works and that one with Family Ties didn't is because, like, the character never questioned his own. More. Like, it was just so out of nowhere. Yeah. So people were like. But apparently they had hyped that up, Ben, for, like, weeks. That they put out, like. They had done no commercials. It was a three-parter. Wait, that was one? Yeah. It was, like, a three-parter. It was important enough to have the whole, like, hour block one night. What? With no commercials when it originally aired. And it, they were hyping it up as, like, this big thing. And really, all you got was, does Alex believe in God? Which no one cares about because you didn't develop his character to yeah. make anyone care about that. They never even mentioned that before in the show at all, right? I mean, like, the whole point was kind of that, like, he does have a heart and he's not so much of a Republican yeah. anymore, but it was just so, like, how many terrible things have to happen to you in order for you to feel empathy? 
Like, they did it so many times. Like, the dad had a heart attack yeah. on that show. Yeah, yeah, People are always dying. It's like, at a certain point, you're just shitty. Oh, shit. Ben just got matched with Sophia the Robot. Somebody who um is very dear to our heart. <laughs> Can we talk about her? Sophia? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a whole other topic, but Sophia the sex robot. No, she's not a sex robot. Well, I want to robot. have sex with her. She's a really realistic looking robot. She was on Jimmy Fallon. She's kind of silly. That Actually, that's really all I have to say about her. Um, also, Will Smith told her a joke and she didn't get it. Yeah, I saw that. Because <laughs> she's a fucking robot. Uh, okay, so wait, I want to tell you about the cult episode of Boy Meets World. Um, in one episode, one of the characters, like, within the first, like, ten minutes of the episode, meets a cult leader and just joins. And then, like, immediately gets other people to join. And then... Just out of nowhere, like, someone gets, one of his teachers gets in, like, a motorcycle accident and is, like, dying wishes to make sure that he leaves this cult because it's crazy. Yeah. And it had absolutely no point. Uh, Boy Meets World cult. I feel like there was a lot of, like, there's a difference between, like, a special episode that's silly, but at least it accomplishes something versus, um... Versus something that is just so over the top that nobody wants to hear. Like, yeah. I don't want the cast of Boy Meets World to look me in the eye and tell me not to smoke weed when you know damn well that they're all doing, like, coke. I mean, they're definitely entertaining now. Yeah. But then... But anything from the 80s, like, kind of cheesy and campy is entertaining now, so I don't know. Yeah, but some of them just are poorly... Like, some of them are actually, like, there's some sort of heartfeltness of, like... Yeah. Like, with, like, the Uncle Ned one, like, that was done well. It wasn't ridiculous, it wasn't over the top, like, it was something that was kind of relatable, but they didn't make it too specific, you know what I mean? Like, it was yeah. just very, like, standard. But then, that sort of died out, and it sort of came back with Glee a little bit. Glee? That was kind of like every episode, though. Well, I think what people started needing on sitcoms was to instead of having a very special episode about something controversial to just build it into the fabric the of the show. show. Yeah. Like, Modern Family is a popular sitcom, and from the get-go, they already address, like, having gay family members, having, like, an older relative who marries someone yeah, younger, having like a multicultural yeah. foreign people. <laughs> <laughs> like, things that are, like, typical experiences, but they don't just throw it in there for one episode. But when it came to Glee... There were certain, not identities that they capitalize off of, but actual real-world events, which is even worse. Like school shootings. Yeah. I mean, that specifically. Like, I don't know. There's a difference between making a very general PSA about, like, violence or drinking or something like that. But to use an actual event and really not even handle it very respectfully is really fucked up i mean like season like glee had those kind of campy episodes about like teen drinking and all that stuff but it made sense because you could understand why the characters did those things yeah like they had at least some sort of establishment where like they at least had a, enough background to be able to be like okay it makes sense that they would fuck up like this but when it comes to like the cult joining and boy meets world it's like this kid's never 
you know, okay, maybe some of his characteristics could lead to this, but it definitely is not just a one-episode thing. Yeah, it's that like would a story be like arc. a lifetime thing. Or at least for a couple episodes. Yeah. But, yeah, like, with Glee, I feel like they weren't great in, like... But they they kept the ratings because of the music. But then by, like, season four or five, when the actual Sandy Hook shooting took place, I was a freshman in high school, and, like, obviously I realized that it's really fucked up, but at the time I didn't care enough to, like, think about it often. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just, like, world news, but it was very close to where we live. Mm -hmm. Like, within, like, two hours away. So not very close, but... I mean, close. Closer than most tragedies. Yeah. Like, it was close to home, and, like, as I've gotten older, realizing how fucked up that is on a more, like, moral level. Yeah. So when Glee did the episode, I was like, oh, that's probably in bad taste. It was, because... It was so, like, soon after. Like, they didn't even take... It was three months after. They didn't really take... And, like, they didn't take the... the, And the amount of time it takes to write and make an episode is probably almost that much time. Yeah, they had not planned that out from... Because they they even said, this is a special episode, I think. Yeah. Um, Which TV shows don't usually do, because people will roll their eyes and be like, great, some... Yeah, because it kind of died out. Big shot executive's gonna tell me how I should live my life. Like, people are hypocritical. But the fact that it came out three months after, and, like... Like, they didn't put enough time into it. They didn't put enough time into it. They didn't put any sort of story into it. They made it so that they could gloss over it because they made it be an accident and no one got hurt. And they probably capitalized off of it. Oh, no, they 100% did because it would get viewers. And it didn't even really have a good message because the scenario in the episode was that a special needs student brought a loaded gun to school and it accidentally shot off twice because she dropped it. But, like, that has no... They didn't explore that further. Like, did this girl go to jail? Or one of the teachers, like, took the blame. Either way, like, she'd be in prison. It would be... Either way, if you're gonna handle a school shooting, make it... Do it the real way. Like, that doesn't happen. No. That doesn't happen. And also, the fact that, like... Like, they kind of went half-seas on it. Yeah, they did it, like, just... Like, they didn't... They made it a big phenomenon but also made it seem like it wasn't that big of a deal yeah because the kids were like all back at school the next day but also like the way that they were reacting to it it just seemed like so we it just seemed so weird because it didn't make it involved none of the main characters yeah like it wasn't any sort of like no one was being targeted it was it was a student it just didn't have any sort of she brought a gun to school because she didn't she didn't feel safe in the world as a person with down syndrome but like you never gave her character any sort of build up to actually sort of understand that that, there's no resolution it's like climax and that's it and you're like okay becky this minor character who we all just assumed was just kind of this background like almost comic relief is now shooting up the school like you could have made that work if starting from season one she was a main character and and she was talked about like, like, like troubled but they really only focus on, you know, who's going to get the most yeah. ratings. So it's like and she's, the jokes. Yeah. yeah, she's not like a hunk. Yeah. But that show, I feel like, that kind of revi- like revived it a little bit for younger audiences. Was there any of special like special episodes of like iCarly or Drake and Josh or any um, other shows? I'm going to look up like Nickelodeon. It was mostly um, on like sitcoms and like family programs so that people could yeah. like talk about it. Um, Nickelodeon, very special 
I feel like there was. Something I feel like they. Awesome, forgetting. But probably not. Very special episodes of Nickelodeon shows. No, there was a Sam and Cat one. I think about like dudes being creepy, which is really. Oh God! It brought me to Smosh.com. <laughs> oh boy, Rex dies. Okay, well that sounds. What's Roundhouse? Oh, that was from the nineties. Sam and Cat Yay Day is a holiday the cat made up where people give each other gifts. Has a bad habit. Wait, what is the? Oh, message trust your friends and don't sneak a peek pete and friends these like aren't really a lot of these are like older shows and also it was smosh.com so unreliable source um yeah no i don't know if um well i know that some of like the nicktoons had very special episodes kind of like they dealt with deep topics like with chucky's mom being dead yeah, and those um, were, like, older. There was an episode of Hey Arnold where Helga goes to therapy, and, like, her mom is an alcoholic, and, like, they sh- show it. I mean, the mom, like, drinks smoothies, but, like, you can tell yeah, that she's drunk. Yeah. And it's, like, watching it as a kid, you don't the lesson is, like, even bullies have fucked up stuff going yeah. on, and that, like, it actually really explained, like, why she was mean to Arnold, and that made me not hate her as a character, because I'm like, oh, that's really sad. But then when you grow up and watch it, you're like, wow, that's really dark. Like, mm. she's being neglected at home and, like, all that stuff. But there was never anything on, like, Spongebob or anything, like, that I... I mean, maybe with Gary running away, but that's not really <laughs> something that happens. I mean, Spongebob also is, like, a critique on capitalism and stuff, but it's, it's like, subtext. Like, in the episode with, like, selling chocolate bars... Like, yeah. that's making fun of, like, philanthropists who, like, want their wealth and stuff. Mm-hmm. And apparently the whole concept was, like, based on how that bikini bottom exists and, like, how it's being polluted. So there's, like, sludges everywhere and, like... Yeah. But oh, yeah. as a kid show, and it's also based off of, um, it was inspired by the Mollusk. The Ween album. Yeah. Um, by the creator out. who... Really, Spongebob is from season one to the movie. That's when Steven Hillenburg, the creator, stepped down and said that that was the end of his story of Spongebob. I mean, it was not like and a then story Nickel- show, though. Well, no, he was like, that's the end of it. Like, that, that's how... That's enough. That's, yeah, this is where I'm going to stop it. It's not it. like it had an ending in the beginning, but... Well, no, he was like, this is where my show ends. And yeah. then Nickelodeon it was continues. So that they continue yeah. it. And honestly, cartoons have gotten really bad. Bad. SpongeBob Especially, is no, Nickelodeon has lost any sort of, like, cartoon credibility. Apparently, they have two new shows that are decent, um, two new cartoons that I haven't heard of, but I heard that they were decent. Um, But, like, Nickelodeon turned down Adventure Time twice because they wanted to keep Spongebob. Like, that's the biggest mistake that they could have made. And, like, it wasn't like no one even knew about it. Financially, though, it probably wasn't a mistake. No, it wasn't because... No, it... It was a mistake financially because Adventure Time was extremely successful in Cartoon Network. Yeah, but I don't know how much more successful than Spongebob. Uh, but Spongebob now yeah, is SpongeBob just... Yeah, Spongebob when Adventure Time came out was still pretty huge. No, it wasn't. It was dying. That w- No, no. what happened was instead of Adventure Time, I shit you not, guess what they signed instead? 2009. Tough Puppy or something? <laughs> Worse. What? Fanboy and Chum Chum. Oh, really? I swear to God, they picked that over Adventure Time, which the original animation, like, was already viral online. People already enjoyed it. Adventure Time? Yeah, because they had posted, like, like a, a short pilot. It's a pretty good show. Yeah, it is. And, um, 
it, Nickelodeon was like, no, we want fanboy and chum chum. And with Nick, I mean, uh, it makes sense. With um, I feel like around time wouldn't belong on Nickelodeon. Well, that's only because you've never seen it. It would probably be different. Probably not. It would still be the same creators. Um, also, Dan Schneider has stepped down from Nickelodeon. Really? Since when? A few days ago. Um, let's see. Dan. What? Dan Schneider. You might be thinking of Butch Hartman. No, Butch Hartman also left, but that's probably... I took thing. this picture. Doesn't it look like it's like a sticker? Yeah, it does. What? Where'd you take that picture of? My computer? computer. Oh. Um, Nickelodeon splits with producer Dan Schneider. What? This was from oh, like a week ago. Of his like... Something, I don't know. Oh, he looks bad. Um, ended see. its relationship with Dan Schneider. So um, he didn't quit, he got... Following many conversations together about yeah, next yeah. directions and future opportunities, Nickelodeon and our longtime creative partner Dan Schneider slash Schneider's Bakery have agreed not to extend the current deal. Um, several, since several Schneider's Bakery projects are wrapping up, both sides agreed that it's natural for Nickelodeon and Schneider's Bakery to pursue other opportunities and projects. I'm sure that he'll just move to online foot fetish shit. He already is, like, is, a, is on YouTube. Like. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but no, they made a split spill. I was watching a video about Jimmy Neutron and how, like, that really... Like, Nickelodeon really thought that that was the new technology and they spent so much money on it. And it was a great show, but, but it was not, was not the good. future of animated shows. It really yeah, wasn't. Yeah, they just went back. People still prefer, like cartoon. you know, cartoon style, not this, like, 3D animation. And it was also incredibly difficult to make because their hand motions are so much slower, so it was really hard for them to navigate. And it like, doesn't even look good. No, it's, yeah, it's really hard for them to interact with each other, and it was really hard to make characters talk to each other when Jimmy's hair was so big. So it made getting through doors hard, it made opening doors hard. Like, they spent a lot of money on that when it really, like, the movie, that animation is bad. Yeah, because it's worse than the show because, like, they Because it was way, way it was to earlier, it. too. That came out in, like, 99, yeah. and then... I don't think that Nickelodeon picked up on it until, like, 2001 or 2. Yeah. Because what happened was usually they would make... Actually, this was the first case on Nickelodeon that a movie came out and then the TV show. Usually it's the other way around, but because they figured, like, this new technology is going to really draw people in from the movie, they released the movie and the TV show together. And I remember on Hanukkah of, like, 2002, I got the VHS that had the movie, and then it had, like an extra episode of an upcoming series, and it was the pilot of Jimmy Neutron. That show lasted a while, I think. Yeah, and then, like, a year or two later, it actually came out on TV. Yeah. But, yeah, Jimmy Neutron was... I just saw a thing. Led Zeppelin frontman Robert Plant speaks out about Greta Van Fleet. Oh, boy. What's he got to say? What's he got to Let's say? Let's see. <laughs> Turn it off. Guys, I hate Led Zeppelin. That's all he had to say. He just screamed. This is literally the video. Many up-and-coming rock-and-roll bands that you really, really write. There's a band in Detroit called Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> of course he loves him. He's full of himself. Like, is that Greta Van Fleet or is that Van Halen? Or Led Zeppelin? Greta Van Fleet. Oh, Led Zeppelin 1. Yeah. It's like... The kid looks like he's just dropped out of a kind of... A, Beautiful little singer. Yes. A beautiful so little singer. Yeah. They're really, really young. Yeah. I've seen him. I hate him. 
He's uh, he has got such a huge voice that young yeah, fella. The front man. Oh, you want to know a fun fact about that seventy show and the Who? It was originally supposed to be called Teenage Wasteland, and the Who said no. And then it was going to be called... Um, Wait, what are you talking about? For the title for that 70s show, it was originally going to be Teenage Wasteland, and the Who said absolutely not. And what? then it that was going to be... such a good name. And then it was going to be... Um, Immigrant song? No, no, it was going to be another Who song, and then they also said no. And then, like... Bubba O'Reilly? <laughs> maybe, I don't know. And then, like... Then one of the writers or director, I think one of the creators was like, whatever we call it, they're going to call it that 70s show, so we'll just go with that. Um, oh, but then by season, like, four, they started doing um, song titles for episode names, and so they did, like, Led Zeppelin, and they did The Rolling Stones, and then The Who was like, fine, you can use our, our music for your episode Yeah, titles. I know that they did The Rolling Stones for, like, a season. Yeah, they did The Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin, then The Who, and then... Um, Roger Daltrey came on and like guest starred probably because he, he felt realized that. that missed opportunity yeah because that show was huge yeah um, and Alice Cooper guest starred once too they had a lot of guest stars I forget that that show was on when I was growing up I always forget that like because I it looks it's, like it's from the 70s it really I it, I mean we weren't alive in the 70s so it looks like what the 70s looked like in my head yeah like <laughs> um, I, yeah it's weird to think they were making new episodes when I was around yeah, like, in 2006, when it ended, like, I watched that after school. Um, but I was I, I was watching one of those videos, like, Dark Secrets, the cast of that Sunday show tried to hide. And I was thinking about there was, how... Really, there was none. Well, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis were on again, off again. Um, yeah. And it's really, I don't know, it's fucked up because she was 14 when the series started and Ashton Kutcher was, like, 22 or 23. And they had their first kiss... And, like, they've been on and off. I mean, now they're married, I'm pretty sure, still, with twins. But, like, I don't know. I feel like both her being a child star and, like, thrown into that and only knowing Ashton Kutcher as, like, your romantic significant other. And also Danny Masterson is, like... He's a straight-up rapist. Yeah, there's been a lot of allegations. He's in jail. I think his show got pulled off Netflix. He did guest star on Ashton Kutcher's uh, new Netflix show, The Ranch. it was... It, he didn't guest star, it was their show. Like, that was the whole thing. It was, like, a that 70s show, like... Wait, but it's still on. Remake. No, it got it, pulled. Wait, really? Yeah, because Danny Masterson. I'm gonna look it up. I Not that I don't believe you, but I just want to know, like... Or they canceled the second season. Despite overwhelming evidence against actor Danny Masterson, um, have compelling evidence in the case. Foreign women have accused Masterson of raping them in the early, I'm gonna guess, 2000s. His brother was Francis on Malcolm and Yeah, Francis seems like a good guy. Um, in the early 2000s. At least three of them were fellow Scientologists. What? Wait, fellow Scientologists? Is he a Scientologist? He must be. Yep, is a longtime member of the Church of Scientology, an organization that has a history of covering up allegations of misconduct. Can you imagine working on, or being involved in that 70s show and being raped by this dude and not being able to say anything until now? Because he was like the hunk cool guy. But, I mean, I guess a positive in it is that I feel like no one was huge fans that these women had to be hearing about how great he was. Yeah. Like, I feel like with stuff like Aziz Ansari, like, those people have popular reputations. I mean, maybe he did back then and I just wasn't aware. No, he really wasn't, like, famous. It's like a sitcom. Yeah, but it was a big sitcom. And if they came out while the show was still on air, they'd lose their jobs. None of those people were, like, famous by name, like, household names, though. 
Are you kidding me? I have Danny Masterson's picture on my wall. I mean, uh, I did. What did he accept Ashton Kutcher? Mila Kunis, Lara Prepton. She was my household name. She's. You just know her name because she's dead. No, she's not dead. She was on Orange Is the New Black. Oh well, yeah. You're talking about the sister, who no one knows. Um, Mila Kunis was famous also for other stuff, though. I think. No, but that started her career. Oh. And Wilmer Valderrama. Before that. Uh no. Family Guy was in 1999, so I think it was the same time as this, but Family Guy was canceled, and then in 2003, Cartoon Network started showing it on Adult Swim as, like, a show, yeah, and then they were like, oh, we actually want more of this, and the rest is history. No, there's still that in The Simpsons. Honestly, cartoons are... There was a, a period when I was in, like... 8th to ninth grade when I thought that I had given up on cartoons, but it was just because there wasn't any good ones. Like, no, right... You watch South Park a lot. No, I'm talking about, like, kids', kids cartoons. Out. Like, there was a time when, like, there was nothing on, and then right... Probably, like, right before, like, Phineas and Ferb, when there was no shows on, I was like, I don't really watch cartoons. And then, when I was in, like... When I was in 6th grade, Adventure Time came out, and then when I was a little bit older, Regular Show came out, and I watched that a lot... And that was, like, a, a well-made cartoon that was, like... Regular show, yeah. I used to hate it. I, I still enjoy it. Um, I want to rewatch Flapjack. I liked Flapjack. I liked Chowder. Chowder. Those are both really good shows. Um, but, yeah, cartoons definitely, like... When Nick just started doing the cash cow thing with SpongeBob, and it's the same thing, like, with The Simpsons. Yeah, I don't... Except The Simpsons went... They kind of trademarked the, like, how many guest stars can you have on? Yeah. How many famous people can you animate? And it's like, if I was a guest on The Simpsons, honestly, in this year, 2018... No one would even know. I wouldn't even care. <laughs> I would probably, like, post my, like, my Simpsons version of myself and be like, God, this is so cool. And people would be like, who's that? What show Who is are this? the Simpsons? <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, it's not a big deal to be invited. Yeah. Invited onto the Simpsons anymore. That being said, um, the offer still stands. I would love to uh, team up creatively with you guys, um, Matt, Groaning, and Bart. Groaning. Ugh. Ugh, Matt's groaning. Oh, the microphone fell. Oh no. Um. Also, before we end this, um, I just want to give some shout outs to Shane Muir, who is going to be running our social media. He is on the official Porky Productions team, and be sure to like our Facebook page. The link will be in the description. Um, and probably starting after this week, Shane is going to be the one to be writing all the descriptions and all that stuff. Um, and we're also looking to get a graphic designer to make a logo for our Porky Productions brand and for this podcast. So... That'll be coming up. We have some names Another big in thing mind. Coming up is the Frog album, Ballad of Bart. It's coming soon. It's an 11 track album, about uh, 40 minutes in length. And that'll be out um, probably within the next few months. Yeah, next few months. Uh, it'll change. be a summer hit, I'm guessing, a summer smash. And um, yeah, that's about it. Please like our Facebook page. We want to start really getting this shit rolling we want to start putting all of our time and effort into and pleasing all of you lovely people on the other end 
because I've put in a lot of money into this podcast, and uh, I'm looking to see the results fast, people. I'm looking to get to be the front page of SoundCloud. I'm looking to be the next Post Malone. Who? Okay, the next Little Xan. The next uh, Big Pip. The next Big Pip on SoundCloud.com, where you can upload all of your music and all your beats, and you can put the guitar behind it, and really just make any sort of song you want. Would you agree? You can put a uh, guitar on it and a drum on it, and you can have it rocking out until you're famous. And you can also put a profile picture so people know who you are on this website. And we don't have a profile picture because we don't want people coming to our house. We can't have people coming in here. Um, most of you guys are in Vietnam and Cambodia and places like that. Um, so if come anyone... Visit. Yeah, come over. Uh, or maybe we'll fly across the pond to you guys. Um, I don't think that the American troops should have been in Vietnam. I'm just going to say it. Mm. And I'm not afraid to say that that was a mistake. And I apologize on behalf of of the United States military and um, our commander-in-chief. So, this is a shorter podcast. It got derailed, but it has been a very special episode. What did we learn? We learned how to tie a knot. And we learned that Brandon Tartar Sauce doesn't want you to do drugs, because more for him. Uh, so, on that note, thank you all for listening. See you tomorrow. See you bright and early, folks.